up, everybody? Uh, we're back with another episode of Ain't Nothing Out Here. Uh, me and my brother are here to bring the highs, lows, ups, downs, successes, failures, and anything in between of meaningful relationships as we think they are and ought to be, uh, particularly within our communities. Brother, uh, it's a pleasure to be back with you. Uh, this is episode two. The feedback on episode one, uh, at least from black women that we heard from, seemed to be seemed to be positive. Would you agree? Uh, absolutely. I would agree. I think that, uh, <laughs> I think we may have some, um, we may be churning some ice cream here. <laughs> we may be on to something, right? <laughs> so that's good absolutely. news. That is good news in the new year. Uh, tonight's topic is community in relationships. And, and what we mean by that is the presence of people, um, in your relationship. Um, and I know you wanted to get into a question of how, how do you build to that? What, what is, what is the concept of that? What what were your explorations in this area? Uh, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question this time first, okay. right? Sure. I think that um, so I think the question that I have for you is foundationally, right? Mm-hmm. What's important to you? Like, is it important for for friends to be in your business? Is it important for families to have a say? in your in your in your business or is it important for you to pretend that everything is fine and you know create this room you of know, perfection it's funny because I, I feel like even after all these years of being married i'm still trying to figure that out right so i think for me and my partner we've developed kind of a rhythm of who we kind of speak to um about our relationship and the way that we speak to them about relationships. So we kind of have a second sense of what is, what are some of the things that um, we want to tell people and what are some of the things we don't want to tell people. And, okay. and we're, we're, we're pretty good and pretty, pretty much in synergy about figuring out like, okay, it's cool to tell such and such this, but not, not that person or not that couple. Right. And, and I'm okay. still, I'm still trying to figure it out because I think that while you don't let anybody have a say, and I think that what we'll get to later on in this is, is when you have folks that are hard to extract from your relationship that almost have to have a place like family and then trying to figure out like, okay, now how often do we got to let them around? You know, how, (laughs) how often do they got to be exposed to us because they almost, they're inextricable from us, you know, whether by Mm. blood or, you know, maybe we all go to the Mm. same church or maybe, you know, we're in the same, you know, fraternity or whatever. But there are some people that are hard to remove. And so how do you navigate that? And I hope that's something we can work out. But for you, I, I would say, it, do do you, va- I value it. And, and for me, I'm kind of one of those, you know, I, I, I'll say this a whole bunch of times throughout the, the history of this, this show. I'm an emotional ass Pisces, right? So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like mess and being in the mess. But then I also like, people, mm. I also like people praying for me. Um, mm. I also, also like people, if I'm not in your face, cheering for me. Um, I also like folks positive energy around me because I feel like that empowers me and my partner. But do do you have a similar, I would, I would guess in knowing you, bro, your answer would be no, I don't feel like that. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Libra. I believe in balance. Yeah. And I will cut you off to keep my peace. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, no apologies. Oh, in the words of one of my friends, I could give two fucks. <laughs> now, is, is, me, that, is, that for you? is that easy to get to that place where it's like, I don't care? Um, I think, so I think that 
we have priorities, mm-hmm. right? And I think one of the things we move in multiple ways depending on the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, I think that once we begin to move as a unit, which is you and your partner, yeah, your children, your family structure, once you begin to move in that space, that is your paramount focus. So if energy is coming into that space that is not productive, not supportive, not encouraging, then you've got to get rid of that energy because that, look, negativity attracts negativity. Mm-hmm. So for me, I will say, no, it is not hard for me to cut off foolishness. And I will, I I love you enough to let you know that this doesn't work for me. Mm. Right? If I if you are in my friend group, if you are someone that I think is important in my life, I love you enough to say, hey, I'm going to create this boundary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow you to navigate until you hit that threshold. But once you cross that threshold, yo, we done. So in my world, when, when we have this conversation about, you know, people in your relationship, I believe that it's important to be authentically you in your relationship, but it's also important to be authentic with your friends. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the problems we have in relationships is we like to pretend that our relationships are better than what they are. Mm -hmm. We like to pretend that we, we are more put together than what we are. Mm -hmm. And I also think we like to downplay, um, that the challenges that we all have in relationships. And when I say more than what they are, better than what they are, I'm not referring to this person doesn't love or like you. I'm talking about, Oh, we don't argue. Mm. Oh, we always, you know, Oh, if he agrees to this, then I'm going to co-sign on it and vice versa. But we, a part of us pretending that things are more than what they are creates this illusion that relationships are easy and not messy. Correct. So I think part of that, that building is how do you determine somebody is safe with your secrets or, you know, the more intimate parts of how you feel about your relationship. Right. So let's use me and you, for example, I've known you for years. The reason why yeah. I'm okay telling you stuff about my relationship, however selective or less than selective it may be, is we have a set of similar experiences. We're roughly from the same mm-hmm. region. We've had roughly mm-hmm. the same upbringing. So I think I speak a language mm-hmm. that you speak. I feel like we're of the same age. So we have a lot of the same um, opportunities and challenges professionally and personally that when we talking, I'm not saying something I got to explain to you all the time. And then the other thing is, I think that there's a uh, the most important thing, and I think this is where black men have to get with each other, even though we have close relationships uh, that are more than surface. But I think you have to get to the intimate part where it's like, I can say to a brother like you, yo, man, I'm so happy with this thing or yo, man, I'm not happy with this thing. And these are things I might not have even ever told my partner, but it's important to share with somebody one. So you don't go crazy. And two, somebody that you trust who will say, yeah, you know, I see where you're coming from. Well, no, nah, brother, you way offline. So I think, <laughs> I think you're right in that regard. I think that you have to have a confidant, right? Yeah. 
I think you gotta have um, a friend circle um, who can tell you candid feedback that isn't malicious or self-serving. Correct. Right. I think that um, you know when you have that, you can go to that person or those persons, and you can say, "Hey, you know, this kind of sort of rubbed me the wrong way, mm-hmm. right?" And I don't know if I'm in my feelings or if this should be a legitimate issue. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think we have to understand that we get in our feelings and, and when we're in our feelings, we misprocess information. Yeah. And in this misprocessing of information, we go on all, but then when we sit down and think about it, it was like, wow, that was actually me. But then our pride won't permit us to say, yeah, my bad. It was me. Right. Mm. So if we have someone that we can speak to, um, if you can let people in, and speak to these things, and they can be like, "Yo, you fucked up." You know, that was you. That was your. That was your thought process. Um, you know, that was your process. Uh, I'm sorry. That was your um, thought process, and you might want to pump your brakes a little bit, right? Yeah. And then once you, after the piece is over, you can be like, "Babe, check this out right here," and laugh about, mm-hmm. right? You can laugh about this concept of. Because I had someone outside of my, my my spouse to talk to, I was able to diffuse what could have been a confrontational situation. Absolutely. Now, I am of the mindset, um, you know, we keep tiptoeing around this, how you let people in. Mm-hmm. First off, they got to be, you got to, you, you got to know people to let people in your sacred spaces, Amen. right? Yep. This ain't the church where all is welcome. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not the church. This is not the communion table where you can invite your stranger and break bread and we at peace. No, this is a sacred space. Sacred space that only that look that that only top secret, super top secret people can come to because you're telling stuff that could adversely affect your home life. Yes, sir. Right. So I think that when we have those, you know, when we're doing that, I think it comes through time. And maturity. I yeah. think the time piece is you're talking to people and you're vetting them, right? Yeah. Which is something that we don't do a very good job because with the advent of social media and all of this kind of stuff, everybody's a friend. Everybody's right? a friend. Everybody's so in on you. Everybody's a friend. Yep. Everybody's, you know, so, so, so you have to vet people. And my grandmother used to say, if a dude bring a bone, a dude's going to take a bone. Mm-hmm. And basically, that means if they bringing you gossip, they're they gonna take your to gossip. Somebody. Yep. Right. So you, got, so when you talking to people, you got to be mindful of how y'all communicate. So if y'all talking and 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 doing all this kicking and carrying on, then that means that at the end of the day, you have to be mindful that this, there's a there's a chance that your information is going to be shared. Yeah. Now, as you do this test, as you share little tidbits of that, of this, or tidbits of that and you see how you don't hear anything back, or you see that there's... Because another part of it is, if I'm telling you stuff, you can't move differently because I'm telling you information. Because I told you, yeah, you can't look at me like 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 I'm brand new after I share this. You Or you can't look at my partner differently because I'm venting to you about them, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So you got... So, so, so that's all a part of letting people in. So, I, But I think those are things that happen with time. And I think those are things that happen with investment of person, allowance into space, 
and the maturity to see if a person is for you or against you. Amen. We're going to take another uh, one. Our first, well, go ahead. You have one more thing? No, I say, what say you? Well, actually, that's what I'm going to throw to our, our, sec- our second segment when we come back from this quick break, because I'm going to play quick rounds or quick fire with you. I'm going to throw out some topics that are important to relationships, and you tell me if these are topics you do or you don't share with your friend groups or your 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 confidants. Okay. So now we're going to see who shook. <laughs> Ain't nothing out here. We'll be right back after this break. And we're back. Ain't nothing out here. We are talking about community in relationships. And so we're going to go down this list real quick about topics that can or cannot be taboo for couples and particularly in in sharing intimate details with other folks, friends, family, whoever else. So we got about what? Seven here. So we're going to go through this list, this list real quick. Okay. How much do you let other folks in on job? I would say a lot. Uh, that's online. We in look. We in the DC metro area. <laughs> Most people work for government around here. Right. That's public record. That's right. Right. I'm just saying. Like, what you goes? Oh, oh, uh, I can't tell you where I work. Oh, if someone saying I can't tell you where they work, then that means they work for they work some for one of the, one of those three letter agencies. They work right? for like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I can. So. Oh, I, Okay. You don't oh, have okay. a, you don't have a problem talking with your with, with friends, your close confidants about your job, then, right? No. Okay. Sex. Absolutely not. And absolutely, I don't not. have a problem. To- <laughs> I don't have a problem talking about sex at all either. I I don't have a problem with it, and, and, but the only thing that up to a point, because I wouldn't want nobody to 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 think that I'm unfulfilled by the act. There may be times where there may be um, extenuating factors that influence, you know, like stuff like, you know, frequency or, you know, Mm -hmm. if, 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 um, you know, my head or my partner's head are somewhere else when we're trying to, you know, get it in. Right. But Mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't want those things to be translated to, oh, he ain't happy. So, 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 okay. So what I'm hearing you say, look, let me, what I'm hearing you say is, yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, I'm going to talk about sex, but then I'm going to talk about the frequency of sex. I'm going to talk about, oh, the sex won't bomb tonight because yeah. uh, we were stressed out. I don't think that's like the conversation that most of us talk, um, we reference when we talk about sex. Correct. I think most of the time when we talk about sex, we talk about I smashed, it was good, uh, I got, you know, that kind of stuff. Not, uh, Oh my God! Do you think? Do you think we, we still do that now that we're like married and together, like household, like that? We still talk like that, like man, I I I knocked the box. <laughs> so I will say, no, you don't talk about it unless you're lying. Right? You don't talk about it like that as much. Right. You're just happy to get some on a frequent basis <laughs> when you are married. It, it, that is the goal. The goal is. Damn, okay, I'm getting some tonight. Let me hurry up and get myself together. Now, if it happened two, three nights in a week, then you know you go, right? Yeah. But the drought's going to come. See, I feel like I, when we get together, like you, me, and our, and our brothers, I'll say, mm-hmm. I got to go early. I'm about to get some cheeks. And that that might be the most explicit way I go. Now, we have. But not eat no onions. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now we now we have specific conversations, and I think that we're real. We are real unique, and we talk about, um, you know, kind of sexual desire. You know what I mean? Like like, you know, watching watching porn, or you know, this is what I like to see. Like we're just. I, I wouldn't say we're weird. I think we're progressive like that. But I think that in terms of our partners. We don't do that, and I think that it's not because we wouldn't. Well, I, or we I'm couldn't. not going to degrade. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to degrade my partner having yeah. a conversation. Like I think there is a difference between this sanctity of this space that I spoke of, yeah. and talking to somebody that you chilling or playing with. Like yeah. at the end of the day, there's a reverence associated with my partner, with and I'm answer. not going to um, disrespect that space. And have vulgar conversations. That's how I feel. Okay, good. So we we're we're two for two so far. All right, next. But time. Oh, but here we go. But <laughs> I I will reference the number of times. Yeah. The frequency and shit like that. I think because I, I, I think that people need to. I think it's important for your friend groups to know. Yo, you think you smash? Look, you lying if you say you smashing five days a week. Correct. You are lying. Absolutely. You lying, yo. Like everybody I talk to that's married in relationship, they like, oh, okay. And don't get me wrong, they have, you know, active sex life, but that five day a week shit, come on, yo. Stop lying to me. You real talk <laughs> we for grow, two seconds. We grow out come of that shit. Man. Man. We grow out of that shit you- real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you you come in like, man, I ate too much. <laughs> Dude, God forbid you go to Fogo or something like that and you round there eating good or uh, folk lactose intolerance right, and right. God go then take their tablet or anything like that. Yo, it's like, yo, you know you're not going to do nothing. You know damn you know, well. sit on there and rub, look, sit on there, cuddle, rub, and talk about, oh, was that me? <laughs> tonight, tonight ain't tonight, man. We go, nah, I'll see you tomorrow. Dude. And you can... And the sad thing is, you can send the kids to the sitter and everything. And, I'm prepped for and it all. Still all blown up. <laughs> and then bust up talk about, babe. You feel like going to eat here? Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> Night done. It's over. Done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> all right, so we two for two on that one. Next one, money. Would you talk with your with your partner or not your partner with, with your friends, whoever, about money? I would say. To me, oh, go ahead. You go first. I don't care, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, what I think poor people don't talk about money. People with money talk about money. Uh-huh. Like, at the end of the day, if you ain't got no money, you ain't talking about money because you ain't got nothing. Right. But if you got a couple of dollars, you talk about your money. I mean, you talk about savings. You talk about investing. You talk about going on this trip. You talk about um, buying this shoe. You talk about buying this car. You talk about all this stuff, right? So I'm going to say absolutely. I mean... You talk about, oh, I'm going to buy a house. Well, you can, public information. Let me see how much this house costs. Oh, right. okay. Right. So I would say I talk about money. Um, however, I'll say this. Prior to me getting married, I struggled talking about money. Mm. Now, why do you think because, that is? Because I was poor and didn't have no money. <laughs> and my family didn't talk about money. Right. And then I get married and my spouse family talked about money and you know so it was a different vibe yeah and then i said oh snap why is this a secret i totally agree and i think we ought to do it in relationships more often because i know the two of us have openly talked about how do you do financial planning like retirement 
Um, you know, what's up with your 401k? Like, uh, you know, what, what, what would, what would it look like to start a business, buy a franchise? Like not just, do you have money or don't you? And not just, you know, can, if we go out, can he take care of the bill or not? But like real substance, like tax breaks, you know what I mean? Like, so I would say emphatically, yes. Emphatically. If you, if you're not talking about money, you're not talking about progression. Amen. And, and and I think the misconception that a lot of people have when you say we talk about money, it's not talking about how much money someone made. Right. It's talking about how to use your resources for the better betterment of the family group, Amen. of the friend group, of the sacredness of the, the relationship that you got. That's what talking about money is. Because at the end of the day, if you I'm, look, somebody, someone laughed at me. Um, recently and was like, yo, you always say at the end of the day, right? That's my favorite line. <laughs> so I'm going a, I'm to a rephrase it for, for this and say, after after a day reflecting, <laughs> right? <laughs> then you realize that if you aren't talking about these things, how, are you, how, how will you be able to elevate and or evolve as a family unit? Amen. Or even as a community, comprised of family. And as a community, right. Because you can only inspire when you can only inspire when people have access to you. Yeah. Yeah. Three for three. Next one. Children. Now, I got a gang of them. Um, I ain't got none. You on the way. Let's say that. Um, I Hell would, no. I, <laughs> I would say yes, and here's why: because I it is it is super important to me um, that I share with brothers and folks who I consider family, and you're a part of my family. That if there's some there's a hole that I fell in along the way in parenting or understanding my babies, that you don't fall in that hole. Uh, and I feel like, particularly with our group, y'all have seen the best and the worst of me, right? And I always think like it's not a it's a work in progress. And when y'all criticize me as, as a father, I actually listen to it. I don't get defensive about it because I think that it, it, there's a there's a set of circumstances with which you were raised that informs the way you parent. There's a there's a personality of your baby or babies that informs the way you parent. And then there's there's also that 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 unvarnished truth or unvarnished view that other people outside of you that never see the intimate parts of the of the parent relationship that say, hey, man. You could you could take it a little easy or may hey man you ought to be a little more strict. And mm-hmm, I think that because mm-hmm. I think that if you if you're considering people who who want and the best for you they're not telling you that to get a leg up or to, you know to, to 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 needle you they're telling you because they want you to have the healthiest family possible. I think that you're you're right as it relates to the community should be engaged mm-hmm. with supporting you and your partner with the rearing of your children. I think that is the epitome of a village, right? The village concept is in order for you to be successful, I have to be successful so we can continue to lift people up, hold people when they're struggling um, and lift them when they fall. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, I think I, whereas I don't have kids, I have helped, you know, raise my nephews. And um, I will say the same 
has been a reality for me. I think that, but you got to talk because I'm going to tell you one thing you learn, particularly when you have teenage boys. Mm. Um, everybody's boy is crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you think it's this yours. You be like, yo, let me tell you what this dude did today. Right, right. And you talk to somebody who got a 17-year-old and you got a 14, 15-year-old, and they say, yo, check this out. Mm-hmm. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing This is yet. what they did. So, so, so I think that's the part, like, and I, you know, I'm not going to go, you know, biblical on you for a second, but I think that's the power of the testimony, right? Yeah. The testimony is to say in front of people this has occurred so it can take the sting out of the circumstance or the situation and empower you to continue to move on. Because once you said it, it can't be used against you. Amen. Next one, family issues. Now, I can I think I can say with some with some disclosure. You can't answer for me. No, I, I no, I can't answer for you, but I know that we've talked about those things um in our own individual lives. Is that something you would share with your compatriot couple or your other friends? Um I would share um first off, I would get permission. Yeah. from my partner to to, to see if there's comfort associated because I think like when you're sharing you know like things that you may have gone to therapy for amen you gotta be over that before you can share that now let me because now, let, me, the, let me clarify real quick when I say family issues mm-hmm. I mean I have a strained relationship with a parent me and, and my, like I said when you share okay, things you that go. you've gone to therapy for there you go okay Strained relationship with your parent, mm-hmm. struggling relationship, strained relationship with siblings, mm-hmm. you know, um, abuse. You have to make sure that mm-hmm. your 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 partner is okay because that's an open wound that you thought you had you had healed, mm-hmm. but they were disbanded. Yeah. So the person that the person that holds the brunt of that isn't you. Yeah, it's the person that you committed yourself to because they're the ones who gotta encourage you to go back and talk to somebody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Encourage what's wrong? Oh, nothing. Well, why are you moping, right? So I think that you know sharing information with family. I'm sorry, what what friends about you know family situation? As long as you are strong enough and your and your bandwidth is is, is wide enough to be to 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 deal with that candid conversation then absolutely but if you ain't mentally in a space to do it then you ain't helping them you actually hurting yourself that's the which part is putting your family at risk that's the part i'm struggling with because it's it's not something i'm over at least in my life right so i feel like when i talk to you about it it's therapeutic for me um but it's always you know i'm i'm still in a lot of ways humiliated by it to be honest with you even if, even if nobody tell knows, you, you see what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you this, right? I think, like, you know, I think, like, I love, I'm a, I am a family focused person, right? I love family. Mm-hmm. I love family. I think family is so important. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that we are, we, we have family that we're born into and family that we've created, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, in our family unit, we, we, you know, people, sometimes our family can be 
envious yeah. that they aren't the priority anymore. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you've got a when you when you when you created your own family. Yeah. And, and 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 there's nothing you can do to change that. So only thing you can do is just be okay. And guess what? As a Libra, you wait <laughs> and then you cut with tips to scale in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Mm-mm-mm. That is something. Um next one. Hoodish behavior. So let's set the parameters. <laughs> like let's say now let me let me. Let Everybody me needs a little ratchet. I, I was gonna say, y'all know in our group, I'm the one that's. Everybody needs a little ratchet. I'm ultra conservative until I want to go to a certain bar. Then it's like I want to go to the most ratchet bar in the city. Like, or <laughs> if I got to get out of here, I want to go to somewhere where somebody gonna throw a chair. Somebody got tattoos all over their behind. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I. I got, I got, there ain't hoodies, nothing, I got hoodish tendencies. <laughs> there ain't nothing like going to a hood bar, getting a strong, and there ain't nothing like going to a hood bar, getting a strong drink, sitting beside somebody who looked like they're going to rob you. <laughs> See, I'm with it. You, you and I feel that way. Now, let me, now let me, let me ask you this question. Let's, would you, would you say that if somebody said, I like to, I like to go to the swingers joint. Mm-hmm. Or I like, and I guess you could throw that into sex. Or I like to, you know, I save a portion of my check and go to the casino. Okay. Um, would you would you be comfortable sharing those kind of things? I think that at the end of the day, people have to be comfortable with they what they take pleasure in. Yeah. It is not my place to to put. Boundaries or conditions on what you have created your relationship to be. That is not my place. Yeah. My place is to encourage you to have the healthiest um, situation that you can have based upon what you choose to share with me. So if you're sharing with me that um, this is my relationship and I participate in this activity, then my job as a my job as a friend and a supporter, as long as you ain't doing anything that's illegal or harming someone, yeah. my job as someone who values my friendship with you is to, to make sure you're following, following what you share with me as a value system in your relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, you know, so, huh? You know, for me, of all of us, I'm the most judgy one. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that's most likely to say. I'm, Oh, I'm number two. I'm, you, you ignorant I'm slut. number two. <laughs> <laughs> and you usually, two. you usually follow right up. <laughs> you say, I'm number two. Right. I'm number two. I, I, I will tell you, anybody who know me know I got my undergraduate degree and I told you so. I got my master's degree and I told you so. Right. I got my PhD and bitch, I told you so. So it's like, you know, so at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, I told you I so. I told you so. so. <laughs> what is behavior, man? We, we, seem not, we seem not to stand for it. And then the last one is, let's say, religion or spirituality. Um, now, that part um, is a new one for me. Um, because we, me and my partner are, you know, having conversations about, um, you know, what, what, what is our, what is our place in, in a church home? 
Um, mm-hmm. Or what, you know, what kind of a church home do we want our children to come up in? Um, and that's mm-hmm. new. Um, so I feel like I'm a novice there, but I'll throw that one at you. And that could be completely different than how you were reared. Right, right. Because you want, this is what you want. Okay, so I'll say from a parenting perspective, mm-hmm. you, as it relates to a church, you know, a religious space, mm-hmm. you want your child to walk, leave out of that place, regardless of how they define themselves, like they can have a relationship with the divine. Yeah. And, and, and that may mean that the church that you may have grown up in ain't the place for you mm. because it ain't the place for your children. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, and I'm not even talking about anything crazy. I'm talking about little stuff. Right. Yeah. So, so I think, so I, so I would say this right here. My partner is not as, you know, religious as I am. Mm-hmm. Right. I am, you know, I am, a, I got a theological degree, decree. I got, you know, and I am very, you know, active in my, in, 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 in my church. And I believe that, um, it is important to have, um, you know, spiritual grounding information, yeah, right? You, you be speaking in um, terms, bro. <laughs> Shut up, fool. Um, but but to that point, a lot of people don't have strong families in the name of Jesus. Mm. Um, and I think that is something that we really have to look at. Um, and and that's one of the things that we really have to look at, like. Your desire, your, it, I think your desire, huh? It makes you question. I know when there, when there's disparity in perceived spirituality, right? Like if one, if one in the couple is living a walk and the other is not so much, it makes, or, or it perceives them not to be as walk, you know, walking with Jesus as much. It, it, it makes you think like, did I make the right choice? Are we evenly matched? That's but what I've heard. Who from has, but who? So I. So my question to you is: You go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Your partner don't go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Who? Who's to say y'all ain't evenly yoked? Because if we're gonna really look at what even, if we're gonna really look at what evenly yoked is, right? Mm-hmm. Then that means that you're gonna break the yoke because nobody's leading anything, right? Uh, uh, you can't have two. Um, you can't have two massive cows pulling, pulling directions. Yep. Uh, bulls pulling the yoke at the same intensity, mm-hmm. and both leading because the yoke's going to break. Mm-hmm. So this notion to be evenly yoked, I think, is problematic, mm-hmm. right? And I think that you have to meet like you have to meet someone who is going to value your choices. And allow you and support you in whatever walk that is. Yeah, true. Like, cause, cause, cause I'm, I, I don't know, you know, cause I'm sitting over here. Like, I know a lot of people who, as long as my only, my only issue would be if someone is, you know, like I, I, I don't think I would 
be, I, I wouldn't be in a good space if my spouse did not allow me the space to practice my, 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 my faith yeah. without, ju- with, 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 without judgment. Yeah. As long as that happens, who cares? Who cares? Now, I, now I so feel you on that one. But I can I can say that there are some relationships where it's like, yo, if you don't know Jesus, I don't know you. <laughs> I know you know. Guess what? <laughs> and, and guess what? And guess what? I'm sure. I'm sure. I am sure. Her friends, his friends who know Jesus, probably ain't as happy as they pretend to be. Mm-hmm, mm. Amen, brother. That's a so this pr- overcome. Huh? No, go ahead. No, because this whole notion of like, don't get me wrong. I think that you know, two people who have the same faith and it works for them, great. But what about? I know people who have two different faiths, right? You know, and they're fine. The mm-hmm. better off than a lot of people I know that got the same faith. They got the same faith. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we have brought into this notion that. In order for us to work, you got to do what I do. Yeah. And, that's and a, I don't necessarily agree tough, with that. that is a tough conversation. And, and that's why it's so, it's something that a lot of people don't even share, even with their closest of couples. Because if there's dissonance there, you don't want to make it seem like, well, one of them going to make it happen and the other one won't. Well, guess so, what? Right. Guess what? At the end of the day, and you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. At the end of the day, there are people. It, at the end of the day, there are people who I believe are better than any Christian, and I don't think they're not going to have it. Because if you can be a dick your whole fucking life right. and yeah. mistreat people you and, and believe John 3.16 and you get to go to heaven right. and people who around here doing doing God's work can't, then that might not be a place for me either. Mm. You done told it now. See, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole I'm different show. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, real, to- real, real talk, though, like, that is, we, we got to stop following this great shit man right. like, i think that's right and that's the thing we gotta, right mm. well that is a perfect segue into our final segment we're going to come back with a, a key question comparability in the t do you feel pressure to share secrets of your relationship if your friends or your friend couple does the same we'll be right back ain't nothing out here Ain't nothing out here. We're back with our final segment. And I want to ask you this question real quick. Comparability um, in sharing the sacred space, right? So if you're sitting in the living room with another couple and y'all are drinking wine and it's a, it's a good time. If they start disclosing something about their relationship that is sacred, right? Do you feel pressure to to return the favor? Like, do, in other words, does there have to be comparability in sharing that kind of stuff or does it, are you cool with just a good listening ear who is objective in, in responding to what they hear? Uh, I'll be a great listener. <laughs> so you don't, you don't feel pressure to be, to be comparable. Hell no. 
I do. Like, man. why should you feel pre- because someone is sharing or oversharing? Why should you feel pressure in any of that? I got to get out of that. <laughs> like, so that's just like saying, "Oh, well, uh, you you ate dinner before you come. You ate dinner before you came, brother. Yeah, yeah. but oh." I brought some chicken over. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to get a two-piece. Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, you ain't hungry. Right. That's something I have to get out of. And I think, but I think for me, it's, it's, it stems back to the the point you raised earlier. Like, um, if somebody is throwing skin in the game, you don't want them to feel like they're alone. And also if you, if you feel like if you can help somebody along the way, um, that, that, that ain't no help. That is someone forcing you, to share information that you weren't prepared or ready to share. Mm. If you, if, if, if you're talking to people who you don't have those sorts of conversations with, and they begin to open up to you about whatever topic, you don't have to say, well, me and my partner have similar situations. That ain't your fucking business. You're right. You're right. And I think that what I, what I would do is just provide a context. Like I won't tell you everything, but I'll tell you what I do know. Or I don't. I, ain't I, I, can't, you shit. I can't speak to a lot of it, but I can speak to what I do know. You just said. I ain't telling you shit. Now I'll talk to you. Yeah. I'll talk to you. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like I'm not. Look, I'm not gonna be able to give you a lot of affirmations with um, <laughs> anecdotal experiences. <laughs> because so you would just say, sorry, you would just straight up say like I, you know what if you're looking for me That's to share I can't do it beloved. You ain't got, look, you ain't, I ain't got to say that. All I got to say is, ooh, that's a lot going on. <laughs> I say, well, how does that make you feel? Right, right, right. Like, at the end of the day, that look, if you want to come over here and pretend like you in therapy, got that on it, I will. I so will, how did that make you feel? I will be that. <laughs> but, God, but you ain't going to make me, but you're not going to make me share information that I'm not, that I'm not, willing to share that I don't want to share and that, that I'm not led to share or that we haven't even cleared that we could share. Cause a lot of folks get Fuck in trouble no. like that, especially if it gets back to your so, partner that you said something. Hmm. And then hmm. I, I don't know. Yo, I, <laughs> I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, I don't know. But all I'm going to say is this right here. I think that sometimes, you know, I think in, you know, I think in cases like that, I feel like people are, literally trying that may be a little prime yeah that might and that might be a strategy let me pull some out of you so i can as you said take the bone back let me tell you oh i told you they weren't perfect no i ain't perfect <laughs> right and i'll be the first to tell you i ain't perfect right look my foundation look my foundation look I, all i can tell you whereas the house may have some issues the foundation is pretty solid we on we in the ground, you know what i'm baby. saying and i think you say what we in the ground we ain't moving that's and that's the thing. Like I, I and I think sometimes people, and I think that's the going back to this whole community and relationship. I think that's the part that I sometimes we as a community don't understand. Yeah, we see the house may have you know the porch screen door may have its little mesh screen out, and we think the house is jacked up, right? Right. But that's just a conversation thing. Yeah. If you follow the analogy mm-hmm. or the lock, you know what I'm saying? Or, 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 or the latch on the door ain't catching like it should. Yeah. But as it relates to the, to the, but as it relates to the cement that's poured on to, to secure the house, mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's solid. Immovable. And I think those are the things when we when we're talking about our relationship, um, as it relates to ain't nothing out here. Yeah. Those are the things that we need to make sure people understand. Mm. As long as the foundation is solid, the rest of the fucking house can be fixed. I think the people are confused about the foundation. I'm sure we'll talk about that on another episode. But just to caveat that, when you say foundation, obviously, you know, do you trust the other person? Do y'all have similar interests? Um, Are you comfortable with them? Are you comfortable without them? And, you know, can you see longevity in the other person? Meaning that when I change and when you change, I'm still going to mm-hmm. like you. I still want to be here because you're going to change. And I think a lot of people aren't. Used yeah. to, you're you're going to change. Like a lot of people say, you you know, you ain't doing what you used to do and you ain't carrying it the way you used to carry. It. Well, we've been in this man, thing a long time. Man, when me and my partner, when we first started dating, it was distance. Every two weeks, we were partying. Mm-hmm. Every two weeks, we were partying. Friday, Saturday, brunch on Sunday, mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. right? And as time progressed, you know, relocation happened. We're living together. That chapter of our relationship evolved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that to your point of, you know, having a solid foundation, and the community seeing or, you know, trying, you know, sharing information. I think those are the things that, you know, people don't necessarily get because you always gotta want to come home. Yes. Amen. And, 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 and if the day that you don't want to come home is the day that you gotta really do some evaluation. Amen. Yeah. And it ain't for the community to share that. Yes, that is right on the money, brother. Right on the money. You got to want to come home. <laughs> that leads perfectly into the final affirmation, bro. Take off whenever you want, man, because I think this this perfectly fits what we've been talking about. Whenever we complete a task or a project, it's in our best interest to analyze what went well and what didn't. In this affirmation, it is my desire that we do that with our year in review. I'm not asking that you pay particular attention to any specific value or peak. For this analysis, I'm asking that you look at those who support you while you experience your highs and lows. Be mindful of those fair-weather friends as healthy friendships require both parties to be present physically, mentally, and spiritually. It is our prayer that you leave what didn't support you in last year so you'll have room for all this year will bring. Amen, brother. Another strong finish to another strong episode. We appreciate everybody out there for listening. Ain't nothing out here, episode two. It is our pleasure. Uh, to lead and participate in this conversation with you and yours. Absolutely. We, we will see you on the next week on next Wednesday night. Peace. <laughs>